0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.
2: Big heaping content warning for this episode. We will be discussing quite a bit of sexual child exploitation and familial abuse. Someplace underneath.
3: Pool parties were fun. Oh,
2: you're going to a pool party route?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I did feel the sun. Pool parties are fun. You know, we did a couple of those on the two-week break. I needed to be around water. It's such a feminine energy just yeah. to float and look at the moon. I love it. Yeah, we've
2: had a lot of bachelorette Things happening. So now at the studio, we have a floaty that is like a man's upper torso yeah. and it says
3: Chad on it. It's fun. He can hold your beer too. He protected me.
2: But he has a tiny head. <laughs> um, but you kind of lean into him when you're in it. And I definitely want to change the A to a U so it says Chud because he does look like a Chud kind of. <laughs> uh, welcome someplace underneath. I'm Jean. I'm
3: Amber Nelson.
2: I'm loving that you went to pool parties because my immediate thought to start this episode was. Have you heard how badly they fucked up Kylie Rodney's case? So do you know about her? <laughs> no. What's going on? Tell me. It's a different outcome to partying. But there's this girl who went missing a month or so ago. And the cops in the area were like, I don't know. We can't find anything. And then these YouTubers who I'd heard of before called Adventures with Purpose who they do like scuba sonar things. Fun. They were like, we're going to come into this town and help you guys out. And we just want to take a look in in the lake where she was near last time she was seen. And the cops were like, don't bother. We already scoured that place. Don't even look over there. And they were like, you know, we're probably just going to go take a quick look. And they're like, fucking idiots. Less than an hour, they found her car and her body. What? In the lake. Also, rest in peace for this poor young woman. She was just finishing high school. She had a a lot of potential.
3: It's very sad they found her. I don't know. I picture them shooting a gun in the water and be like, she's not in there. (laughs) I mean, seriously, is that what happened? What the fuck, dude? Well, small town politics, like some people are more important than the cops, like Mm. the preacher is Mm. or like a principal of a school or something like they're more important than the police.
2: Also, often a lot of times somebody connected to the crime has a Family member in the police force and they get, I mean, this has happened repeatedly. That's bad. That's a bad thing. You think it's bad? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's only cop hater over there.
3: Yeah, no, we need a whole new system in this country. It is not working out. Um, Oh, my God. If they just, like, denied my body... Like the police and they were just like, I oh, don't know, she's not down. And somebody else found me. I would haunt that police station so fucking hard. I would knock off their laptops. Oh, uh, I, w- I, I wish it pens. worked like,
2: do you think it works like that? I would love to if I got to choose. two to haunt. Who I tormented. Yeah. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. We'll see. Uh, someday we'll find out. I'd make we? them so scared. <laughs> They'd shit their little britches. Ooh, that's fun. Making them poop their pants. <laughs> Now, that's what I call efficient ghosting. Thank you. So, yeah, we need a lot of systems changed, obviously, and a different one. We're in the middle of our series on parasocial exploitation. Last week, we talked a lot about the mommy slash family vloggers who make very strange decisions.
3: Oh, that pastel. Like, that's how they get women in the alt-right. Like, with dudes, they do it with, like, metal bands or whatever. And with girls, get them in the hall. Right, they're like, "Just come baking with me. We're gonna pickle some okra today." Also, vaccines are bad. Yes. ways. Yeah, yeah.
2: With the guys, they do a lot of like army, army cosplaying. Yeah, this. Yeah, doing like fake.
3: I'm a soldier. That shit's crazy because you can train every day of your life, but when the violence hits, you're not going to be prepared for it because the essence of violence is just chaotic Mm -hmm. physical chaos right you can flank all you want but there's going to be a bomb thrown in there there's going to be you know it's going to be chaotic and unless you have the mental wherewithal to handle it and the pain tolerance that's you know it's it's stupid
2: yeah i do think it's more than anything being able to keep your mind focused yes because that's why you know a lot of times in doing stunt work done fights in movies you're, the way we're trained to do those we're all aware most of the time it's not really how fights look because in real life fights are just like scrabble, scrabble, scrabble blah, 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 blah. yeah, someone dies shake, shake, shake blah, 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 and you know in fight scenes in movies it's like punch, duck Step back, kick, grab. uh, It's like that doesn't ever happen.
3: That's so silly. People think fights are really
2: like that, and I'm, you know, you got to run away. That's my. I'm part of the problem. (laughs) You know. So that's a little bit what we were doing last week. This week, I wanted to focus more on. I think the next two episodes is basically going to be what we're going to be talking about, which is mom-run accounts, specifically TikTok ones,
3: especially, and what parents are doing to their children. Oh, on TikTok for all to see. TikTok is cocaine. I had to delete I was on it for 6 hours. Yeah, I got to say I hate it. I hate it. But
2: like many things that are kind of messed up that we use on a regular basis, I mean, I still am on it sometimes. I don't like being on it, and I really don't go on very often, but we post on it and everything. And, you know, the episode this week is coming out late. Ironically, I put out a TikTok instead of having the episode out on time. Mm. So, hypocrite much? But really, I do want to talk about, obviously, all apps have a lot of problems, but there's specific reasons why TikTok's in- In this world, are the most dangerous, in my opinion, of all of these parasocial exploitation apps, and a lot of it has to do with the parents. And we seem to be awfully worried a lot of the time about what teens are doing on the internet with each other, you know, like sexting and things. But not at all. Pods, right? You know, doing dumb teen things, but we don't seem all that concerned with what their own parents are doing to them. Oh, because father knows best. Right. And the children are your property, (laughs) which is how we treat it. We go all the way back to that in American Child Brides in the first season. So I do think this has always been kind of a problem in this country, but I think social media is fully revealing just how many parents out there are just living their traumas out on their own kids and being applauded for it. You know, of course, we all know that Abuse is cyclical and hurt people, hurt people. And we're used to seeing, you know,
3: somebody who got smacked smacks their own kids. And we know abuse in that way. But especially if you're like a woman raised in a different time, a previous time, especially in the South or in a religious community, you have no bodily or mental autonomy. Mm -hmm. So the only way you can have control is over your children. So I've seen, you know, parents micromanage every aspect of the child's lives and purposely cause superfluous rules and chaos just to break them down. Yeah, because this is all they have. Right. And that is cyclical trauma. You know, that's them probably
2: projecting their own frustrations and bitterness and fears into another being that's small and they can control Maybe that gives them a sense of feeling that. But we're seeing it in different full psychological doses now on social media of parents, you know, like, one, releasing all their own shame their failures and their quiet rage on their kids by means of humiliation
3: well we talked a lot about the prank channels and all that one time i was going and trying on bathing suits or whatever in and in like a Marshalls or something and my mom was like amber your vagina has a showing she said it very loudly jesus amber, your vagina has a showing like people could hear and it was like supposed to be funny wow but uh yeah remember that did you think it was hilarious no I was absolutely mortified but to this day I am not uh, ashamed of anything yeah growing up with somebody who was just so embarrassing (laughs) yeah
2: imagine if your mom had started a YouTube channel she probably could (laughs) have that's awful and I'm sorry that happened to you it's okay so I mean we're seeing these sorts of things being played out on the internet now for an audience
3: but I guess the good part about it being on the internet is the kids has receipts because you know you go to your parents sometime and you're, you're just like you said this you did this to me, and they'll lie and be like, I would never do such a thing. Well, I guess that's the brighter side of that's it. That's the brighter side. You pull this up, be like,
2: Look at this TikTok you made. This has 10 million views, mom. So you definitely did it. Yep. An entire <laughs> nation of people saw you do it. So cool. You know, and a lot of that sort of projection is also of their own sexual exploitation or sexual mistreatment is now going on to their children and their own, you know, feelings on how they were treated as far as like child labor even goes now that they're putting this onto their children, being like, you are like workforce for me. I was treated like this as a kid. Now you're going to do this for me. You're not a child I'm raising, I'm employing you, which is, you know, how a lot of older generations treated their kids. I do think also... We're experiencing perhaps a little bit of the pressure on young people to reproduce and then having these kids really young and not really knowing how to be a parent, but also not really wanting to be a parent yet. Yeah. In some part of their mind. And so a lot of these accounts we're going to be talking about, the
3: mothers are very young. Ooh, that's so sad because, you know, the child gets a lot of intelligence from the mother. And if the mother's still just figuring stuff out. That's just going to be a harder life for the baby. For sure. And also, decision making
2: is not necessarily all there yet. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a lot to take away. A little 30 second clips of TikToks of a dad, you know, for example, a dad maybe filming an adolescent boy sobbing and in pain and scared in the water while he's begging not to be filmed while his dad ignores him and laughs which is a real TikTok that what? I just saw the other day when I was doing this research. What? But yeah, I'd taking away all of those things I just said are coming through in this video. And you heard me and that's, I said what I said. All of these psychological things are all represented. And this father doing this horrific video. And it's not even close to the worst thing I've seen, but that one stuck with me just because it was so... The kid was so ignored
3: in oh his God.
2: humiliation screaming like stop filming me i'm gonna hit the phone out of your hand stop it as he's like being publicly humiliated by his dad and i was just like
0: "Fuck, <sighs> fuck
2: that!" Dad. this father is living out all of the things that happened to him as a kid just continuing the cycle of being humiliated but now it's for an audience of millions
3: <sighs> yeah i could absolutely see thank god i was born when i did because I, yeah i think they would have made a tiktok account Yeah, that's scary to think about, isn't it? You know what I mean? I can see that happening very easily. Just like kids screaming and crying and the adults think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in a lot of the situations, like in that specific TikTok,
2: it was like a situation the father put the kid in in the first place. It wasn't even like the kid was just throwing a tantrum. The dad forced him to get into water when he was scared. Watched him flail, scream, freak out, start crying, filming him the whole time, and then ignoring him screaming and ignoring him saying, stop filming me. Like, that's a level of
3: demented that I don't know how you can't see that as the parent, how fucked up that is. Yeah, that kid's going to grow up and be an adult and then get in relationships and then be like... Why do I never feel like I can trust anybody? Why do I always have to, like, fuck them over before they do anything? I can't fall in love. I mean, best
2: case scenario, worst case, is he's just become a horrible person to somebody else, you know? (laughs) So there's those kind, right? And the vast, vast majority of these mom or parent-run accounts are little girls. There are little boys, too, but a lot of them are little
0: girls. That just
3: made me want to throw up. Sorry, Natalie. (laughs) I'm just imagining, like... People looking at these little girls and having like thoughts. Yes. Well,
2: (laughs) for a lot of these little girl accounts that are very, very popular, you will find over and over and over and over that if you follow the path of the followers of those accounts, it will always be a large percentage of adult men. Maybe it's the minority A lot of these little girl accounts have 75% women, which women, by the way, A, can also be sex offenders. Yeah. And B, so if you have 4 million followers and 25% of them are men, that's a million men. Million. Oh, my God. Who are following your child. So
3: already... Wow, she's um, got to have her whole life where she's going to be ejectified by men. Part of childhood is being free from that—to just go climb a tree, skin her knee, you know. Well, you can't make money off of that, Amber. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: if you look into the accounts of those men, so you go, you see this little girl's account, right? Natalie's
3: done some sleuthing.
2: I, uh, God, man, this is this in the next episode are really like make my stomach want to just like jump out of my body so you go to these little girl accounts then you go into the followers you go see look at these guys click on the guy's account most of the time i mean over and over and over and over the guy if you go into who he's following it's only little girls accounts so guess who what these men are doing guess who they are when you go further into some of these men's accounts which some of the accountable TikTok accounts that we'll talk about a little bit later have done this, have gone into, because usually people use like pseudonyms sometimes on TikTok. So sometimes people go in and find these men's real names. And guess what? They turn out to be a lot of the time. Child sex offenders on the registry. Oh my
3: God, someone needs to pay them a visit. Mr. Hammer needs to pay them a visit. (laughs) So yeah, just logic is going to dictate if you
2: are putting really intimate things of your small child online over and over again,
3: sex offenders are going to be some of your yeah. followers. And, and sex offenders, I mean, they're they're all over the place, Natalie. They're everywhere. They really are. I was taking the bus the other day and this older man sat down and he starts playing with this little girl's hair in front of us. And she was like six or seven-ish. And I thought he was her dad. But then I looked at like they weren't of the same race. And they obviously didn't know each other. And the mother didn't even know he was doing it. And <gasps> I had to push his hands away. And I said, stop that. I said, stop it. And he was like, oh, sorry. And he tried to touch me. And I said, stop. Ew! Stop. I just had to keep saying, stop, stop. Did and anybody I, else step in? Nobody stepped in. Oh, and, my God. And I'm like, not, I'm strong-ish, but I kind of had to, like, push him out of the seat. And, like, he got off on his own will and, like, got off at the stop. Guess where he went? Guess where I saw him go? Where? A fucking porn shop. Ugh, God, I can't believe nobody said anything on I the I mean, bus. it's the L.A. transit. Like, no I one know, says shit. But it's like... <sighs> and also, I didn't say, like, stop touching that little girl's hair. I was just like, stop, stop, stop. I know. But it's just like, you would hope somebody
2: would see you and step in. Not
3: a soul. That's great.
2: <laughs> uh, well, he probably follows a bunch of kids' TikToks. Yeah. So, it's the mostly parent-owned accounts we're going to be talking about today And while they span the majority of social media platforms, the very, in my opinion, worst offenders of these these parents who are the worst offenders are on TikTok. There seems to be a few reasons for this. One being that it is the most integrative to the parasocial structure. It's not as boring as like a Facebook where you're writing, like, you know, like, oh, sharing articles like that's not sexy. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. But this is how they they see it. Yeah. It's not, you know, a little glimpse of a picture or two on Instagram where, yeah, it's like invasive, but it's, you know, a little tiny framed video that's going by real quick. It's. TikTok because it is a perfectly timed, intimate, full screen, one-sided face timing. And it's the first app that's really done that. So there's that. It's evil. It's evil. It's definitely not probably good for society, but we'll talk a little bit more about some of the reasons. So the other reason I think it's one of the worst offenders is there is virtually no moderation on this app. We're all aware of the bad stuff that can make it onto social media, right? And we all have our own gripes about every platform for their own things. Oh, they're deplatforming people or they're not deplatforming enough people. They're showing favor to a certain political party. They're shadow banning, whatever. All of the social media apps have these kind of gripes. A lot of that is just opinion, though, or theory, or perspective,
3: yeah, or just the timeline you chose to be on, right? I think on Twitter, I just follow a lot of like hot girls, <laughs> yeah, which is what I recommend, you know, hot women. You mean? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, not girls, excuse me, of age women. I'm saying, like, oh, she's, yeah, they like them all, and I yeah. say hey, happy birthday, you know, and it's yeah. like that is what I follow. Sure. Occasionally, something will slip in there just yeah, yeah. to like get me to see, but nothing. You know, right. Nothing outside the algorithm.
2: Yeah. There's many arguments to be made about the complaints about different social media. But on TikTok, there is factually, objectively, very little filtering that goes on that actually protects children in any way. In fact, it's probably the easiest place for predators to collect videos and images of children and share them amongst each other pretty much just out in the open
3: wow just their library of little children Mm -hmm. and they, they communicate with each other on tiktok and like
2: no one's doing shit about it no because tiktok's terms of service are extremely geared towards making money we'll get into some of the ways we can show that that's the case all apps are of course doing that and making money and data mining all of them you know that but tiktok is pretty much feckless and it's disregard for safety it is no fucks are given about even attempting to look like they're trying
3: so man some of this shit is truly fucked up that we're going to be talking about today Ooh, strap in yeah you were telling me some of the stuff and i i just had to like my brain went into sicko mode yeah and a lot of this is going to feel like
2: frustrating and like annoying and we are going to do a stream a twitch with our resident Lawyer, hottie, Mackenzie, sometime soon to talk about the
3: different things we can do to try to change this. Yes. I don't like to sit and stew right. and get pissed off. I like to have like, what's wrong? How yeah. do we fix it? Right.
2: And so we are going to be mostly getting upset today, but we're also <laughs> going to be looking at like things that maybe we can, as citizens can do with McKenzie. And I'll tell you guys whenever we figure out a date for that, but it'll be really soon. So most of you probably know that TikTok is a Chinese based app. Kind of sinisterly has two separate versions of the app. Okay, so the one in China, which came first, is called Duyin, I believe is how you pronounce that. It was the original version of TikTok.
3: And they're showing like apparently they're showing like engineers, lawyers, and it's like high society, really smart people. That's what their algorithm pushes. Yes. And for us, it just pushes the worst degenerate. I hate to use the word degenerate because people I mean, who usually use it are degenerates themselves. But
2: I think I think degenerate is perfectly fine okay. describing a lot of the content on TikTok. So, yes, absolutely. So that's the part I meant as sinister is that so they have their version of TikTok, which launched at the end of 2016 and all of the other countries' version, TikTok, which launched in 2017. Can you believe that's only the amount of time that this devil app has existed? It 20. feels like we've been with it for 30 years.
3: Yeah, it's 17, 18, 19, 21, 20. So five years. Yeah. And it just really has
2: done a lot of damage in yeah. that time.
3: Oh, I wanted Trump to ban it, but people hated him. Everybody hated him so much that we were just like, nah, fuck off. And like some people probably used it more because of that. But I'm like, I wish he would have fucking banned it.
2: It's one of those, like, stupidity ego things that could have probably helped because he wanted to ban it because, like, he was getting made fun of on it or something. Right,
3: yes. Um, But you should be able to make fun of a president. That's your right as an American.
2: But, yeah, it's like, occasionally that would work out in our favor if he just did some manic, like,
3: crazy thing and, like, banned (laughs) a whole app.
2: But... I mean, that's still a thing that might happen. There's a lot of politicians that are pissed about it. You can't
3: have a TikTok if you're in politics. I mean, I
2: don't think you should for some of the reasons we're about to talk about. Because it scans the room. Well, yeah. So other than China countries, TikTok launched in 2017. So like you were saying, even though China created it, they have their version, the Duyen, for their own Chinese citizens who don't have the same crap being flowed in which i don't agree with either obviously they censor a lot of shit in china but they're like the cesspool is being pushed out to every other country's
3: tiktok oh, so they're like getting the clean water yeah but like sewer water <laughs>
2: and there's also the cost of that too like they're getting what the chinese government wants them to see which i guess is also a huge problem you know what i mean but it doesn't seem like they're super concerned with making sure people are like protected on the other countries have.
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.
2: But anyway, so TikTok itself didn't become this like all-encompassing, soul-sucking giant until it merged with the app Musical.ly in 2018. So Musical.ly also came from China, but it had different developers. Its initial launch was actually in 2014. And when those developers from Musical.ly opened it to Chinese and American markets which they did immediately in 2014, it wasn't super popular with the Chinese people. However, it became quite popular with American teens and tweens very rapidly, most likely due to the ability of them being able to lip sync to famous songs. So a lot of the biggest TikTok creators now were actually first popular on Musical.ly. So by July, 2015, musically had reached the number one spot on ios so that was a big deal it was this you know one of those like random app developments that just like exploded and it became the most downloaded free app in over 30 countries including the u.s canada uk germany brazil philippines and japan also this is the same month that henry and i started dating so For this point on, I'm going to refer to our relationship as one TikTok app long.
3: That's so sweet. Is it?
2: <laughs> Sounds a little ominous
3: to me. But what was I even doing in 2015 in New York City working my ass off? I probably met you that same month because I probably
2: met you before, Henry. Yeah. I probably met you on Roundtable, I
3: imagine. So probably like right around, maybe like May or June of that year. I don't even you. think I had an iPhone. I couldn't afford it at the time for sure. Probably better off. Probably better off go back to the good old days of no phones. Just being so poor in that basement of Creek and Cave. It smelled like Dookie all the time, Natalie. Oh, it really did. Sewers breaking. Yeah. I mean, we were in
2: a sub-basement.
3: We were in around fecal matter, just (laughs) being like making jokes and laughing and like eating the taquitos.
2: Yeah. Eating tacos. Uh, uh,
3: What a time.
2: What a time to be alive. (laughs) So within a year... They had begun for musically begun the model for user generated ads with Coke becoming the first company to integrate ads with the users, you know, so that's that was a newer thing at the time.
3: Oh, like being like. I love Coca-Cola. Isn't it cool? Watch me do a dance. There's too many ads now. I was like playing a little game on my phone and watching a YouTube video and they both cut to ads. And I was yeah. like, i was just watching these two ads. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I do love the completely chaotic... Game
2: ads, though, for, like, really weird phone games. Have you ever seen those? Oh, it's just, yeah. Like, the wife and the baby being kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, those ones. I love. I don't know if anybody's ever actually played them, but I kind of like watching the commercials. At least they're weird, you know? At least they're, like, interesting to look at. And you're just like, what the
3: fuck? What's going on? She's like, endure or leave. Right. You know? And you're
2: yeah. like, I guess I endure. <laughs> oh, my God. Do I endure in my life too much? Oh, see, it's <laughs> teaching you life lessons. That's good. So they had started becoming a place where you could have users generating ads for them. And that was uh, about 2016. Shortly after this, they introduced their live stream feature and everyone used it safely and kindly for the rest of time. The end, that's the end of the episode. Hi, guys, gotta go. Um, <laughs> no, it didn't go super great. So in 2017, Musical.ly was finally purchased by this company called ByteDance Technology Co., who are the ones who founded the original TikTok and Dooyan. So at this point, Musical.ly is more similar to what we know TikTok is now. TikTok and Dooyan existed, but they were kind of different than this platform. So basically, ByteDance came in and said, we're going to buy musically from you guys and it's alleged that it was almost a billion dollar sale
3: well i mean these tech companies they make a lot of money if yeah. you like strike gold you're fucking you can get an island yeah they're getting a lot of stuff
2: which is really really concerning so Byte dance technology co they purchase musically and that company Byte dance really freaks me out it's definitely ominous they're like you know, like any social media overlords, Zuckerberg's also terrifying to me, all of them. Everyone but Tom. We didn't know how good we had it with Tom. Yeah. Just taking him for granted. He
3: just seemed like a normal guy.
2: He just, you know, embedded like little filters that made the page load really slowly. That's the worst thing we had on MySpace. You know, while I'm personally frightened of this company, Byte Dance Technology Co., most outlets don't seem to be super invested in taking on this Megacorp, except for Forbes Magazine for some reason. Huh? They've been the most vocal and from what I found, had been gathering the most comprehensive research and, you know, a resource that actually was like pointing out some big issues with, with TikTok. So this is from Forbes Magazine.
3: ByteDance lists just seven products, including TikTok and its Chinese counterpoint, Duyan on its website, but ByteDance is pushing into at least half a dozen other industries at a shocking scale, snapping up everything from video game startups to medical websites and payment processors, even dabbling at one point in education apps and real estate listing businesses. Data analytics from Sensor Tower told Forbes it has identified seventy different active apps from ByteDance, and let's not forget that Manor Coffee, a Shanghai-based coffee chain, and Ning. a Chinese lemon tea brand, both count ByteDance as a significant investor. That's a monarchy or a monopoly. It's scary. I want to be very clear that this is not admonishing the Chinese people
2: whatsoever. It is a complete criticism of the Chinese government. It's not to do with anything about Chinese people being bad. It's the people who run the Chinese government. And yes, I am
3: very brave for saying that. Thank you for noticing. Because they want total control. Right now, a lot of Chinese people are protesting against mm-hmm. the government by yeah. they doing this thing called laying down. Yeah. So they just lay down. Right. And that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. No, it is. I think a lot of people are already aware that the Chinese government is doing a lot of bad things right now. And, you know, why, again, am I bringing up the Chinese government in relation to bite dents? Well, Forbes goes on to say.
3: Some experts say ByteDance ballooning beyond social media is concerning because of the Chinese government's investments in ByteDance and Beijing's sweeping laws requiring companies there to turn over information for national security and intelligence reasons. ByteDance is, quote, the mothership of aggregation of data. The former head of counterintelligence for the U.S. government, William Eviana, told Forbes. So they getting that data. Yeah, because if you're in a room doing TikTok, it scans the whole room and it shows who you're hanging out with because I was on my little TikTok and then I went to go hang out with my roommate's dog and I was like, what a cool dog. But I left my phone in my room and then I come back and I'm getting dog videos and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so the technology
2: behind TikTok, we don't have a full grasp on because it's based in China. And also... They are sweeping massive amounts of data from people, and which is troubling because the Chinese government meddles in all of their corporations. That's not to say that any of the American-based apps or big businesses like Amazon are a ton better, yeah. but at least they aren't legally required to hand over the data to American government. In China, they are required to give a lot of information over. And so... You know, while American companies that are like this have a ton of problems, they just choose to give the government
0: information.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but it's because, yes, Amazon, all those companies are very scary. But we can only know as much as we know about what they're giving over to the government. We know that the Chinese government is taking all the data. They
3: know everything about me. They know that I had a falafel sandwich yesterday. And, you know... They have, it's a place called Spitz, and they put french fries in the falafel sandwich. You just told them, though. Now they they definitely know. Now they know. (laughs) They probably already did know.
2: (laughs) Um, And they're going to be selling you chickpeas. So, anyway, this is concerning for many obvious reasons, one being that Bite Dance has tried several times to launch international apps that present news that have been shut down due to concern... Of its propaganda-like stories about the Chinese government, they've had one that was available here that got shut down, and another one that was available in France that was their app that they owned and produced, which was like an, a news app, and so it got shut down in France too. Really? Like,
3: yeah. Which is, you know, another concerning thing about the people who make TikTok. Wow, you know who isn't doesn't have propaganda? The town crier. Let's bring that back.
2: You know, but the town crier still got his own agenda. You know, he's trying to like end a marriage because he likes the wife and right. he's just making shit up.
3: Hear you, hear ye. Sally's a whore. No, her hear husband's ye. cheating on her. Right,
2: right. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's missing out on. A guy who can yell really loud. Yeah, hear you, hear ye. I'm really good in bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. I don't know. I guess the town criers are the best bet we do have, though. We should try it again.
3: Yeah, I mean so, we're running out of water, so might as well just go back to drinking beer all day. We we might Let's we turn might this be, shit to fourteen oh two. We might be going that way, regardless of whether
2: we want to or not. So, no, guys, we're okay. We're gonna figure it out. Don't worry. I'm sorry. I'm just being no. crazy. <laughs> no, no, I feel that way too. But I don't like being completely like nihilistic about things. I feel like there are ways out. We just have to. All really keep trying to yeah. care. The people and dis- do care
3: and discuss why this is so bad. Yes, and exactly. why we should take action. Yes, absolutely. So these things, especially with the news
2: thing, are concerning. Especially as we ourselves watch every Nona in America to so start believing everything that appeared on their Facebook feed for the last six or seven years oh
3: my god so
2: we're basically fighting misinformation from russia and china right now as well as from our own country which
3: seems to be intent on self-destructing but oh my god you know there's a person in my family who only watches newsmax that's it and i try to talk to them cool cool great i try to talk to them and they just won't they'll be like jackson has water Jackson has water. And I'm like, no, they don't. She's like, the news is lying to you, Amber. It's lying to you. Jackson has water. I'm like, they don't. It, the, the, they said it's no more water. I guess there's a piece to that where you just go,
2: no, I've decided they do have water. I think so. They all have clear water and they're all smiling right now. <laughs> That's what I believe. Yeah. I think there probably is peace in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's evil to say that, but a peaceful evil. But that's not even why we're here today (laughs) because on top of that or perhaps because of all of the things I just said their monitoring is not particularly concerned with protecting children. No, they want it to go bad. Seems like it. I don't know. There are many apps with shoddy filtration systems. Some just are super crappy and some are happily reaping the benefits of hosting pedophiles. And we'll probably be talking more about those in the next episode. Actually, the other apps but TikTok is the only one that covers the cross section of the really high danger for children and top of the pile download
3: numbers. You said hosting pedophiles. I'm thinking of like a party where they come over and I'm like, Vienna sausages, anyone? I mean, that is basically what some of those other apps are that we're going to talk about later, <laughs> I think next week.
2: But it's kind of what's going on there. The other apps that I'm talking about still provide a huge danger, but they have nowhere near the numbers. So that's why TikTok is like both things, huge number of downloads and also very unsafe. Nowhere do the other ones have the income potential that TikTok does, because that's where the meat of this episode lies, that while kids are in danger to online predators all the time. We're entering this whole new level of child exploitation that is coming from their own homes. Coming from inside the house. Literally. So we've already talked about the differences between child actors and children stuck in reality TV and influencer families. We talked about that the last couple episodes. That while pro-actors, pro-child actors still face a plethora of questionable and unethical treatment, there are at least some precautions put into place. For example, limited working hours, required schooling, a trust fund that only the kid can access when they become adults. If we remember Coogan laws, none of these exist for those lost and missing kids of vlogging parents. But what about one more step beyond the pale of that? Not only family vlogging, but child-centric accounts. Have you guys, has anyone out there read
3: the Jeanette McCurdy book? I haven't read it, but I hear it's like you have to keep kind of putting it down and breathing because it's so intense.
2: Yeah, I I really like to listen to autobiography. So I listen to the book. She's great. She's a great, uh, you know, she's an actor. She's her voice is really fluid. If you guys want to listen to it that way, I highly thoroughly recommend listening to it or reading. Even as someone like myself who had aged out of kids TV shows by the time iCarly started, so it wasn't like I was a huge, like, Jeanette McCurdy stand because she's too young for me to have, like, watched her show. Yeah. I was still aware of the show iCarly and, like, Disney Channel shit. But even just with that limited knowledge, the book is incredibly well written and engaging. And it's funny as much as it's so messed up. And her mom was just a mess. Because if you guys aren't aware of the books called I'm Glad My Mom Died. So her mom was a real representation of this sort of parent we're talking about who was just a ruthless mother and deaf to anyone else's needs. Basically, any form of child abuse that you can think of, her mother did to her.
3: I saw an excerpt where she was like, I kept thinking of you and like Dan Harmon's weenus inside of you and how disgusting you are and it's also send me money for a fridge. Oh, yeah. That was... was like, huh? It was whenever she
2: was on a vacation with a boy she was dating. And that was the mother's emails to her. She wanted to ruin Because she vacation. didn't know that Jeanette McCurdy was doing that until the paparazzi posted photos. And that's how her mother found out. And so she called her a whore and all this stuff. And then at the end, it's just like, also, our fridge is broken. We need money.
3: Oh, God. She's probably
2: just jealous that her daughter's having a good time and wanted to ruin it. Well... When you read the book, you'll see very early on, she describes how her mother always wanted to be an actress and she couldn't do it. So that became she's the, you know, the stage mom that she projected all this onto her daughter. But so we have this sort of like, yeah, even with any sort of child protection laws in place for child actors, she still couldn't escape that. Right. And then, of course, you get the other side of that, which is all the Dan Schneider stuff. So that's the guy. You've probably heard about who was the showrunner for a bunch of Nickelodeon shows, including her shows, who ended up being like a fucking creep. And he was like a foot fetishist. Yeah, that's and why that Nickelodeon stuff.
3: had the foot. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> I refuse to let him ruin Nickelodeon for me because I loved that as a kid. But yes, he is known to have done this. So she talks about him
3: in the book, too. How many people power So many people are pedophiles. What do you have to do to, like, own a company? Do I have to suck off a kid? Well, I think that people, like, when this stuff comes up,
2: they make that statement where they're like, I don't mean you, but I just mean, like, justifying it, being like, I guess to be that good, you have to be a mess. And I'm just like, I don't think that's true. No. Nah. I think that maybe that kind of person is so ruthless that when we don't consider morals to be an issue they can rise to the top because they'll just show, elbow the way in. We just have right. to as a society say absolutely unequivocally no.
3: No. Yeah, that's why sometimes cuz you're always told in high school, "Oh, the bullies, they're going to be broken and miserable after high school." Sometimes they become the CEO. Well,
2: also that or sometimes the kids who were bullied become a weird creep to yeah. take, you know, take it out. Cuz I don't I don't know that. I think Dan Schneider was a child actor. I don't know. I'm sure he was also mishandled so heard people heard people amber so not making any excuses for him but so we have you know this Jeanette McCurdy's mom is doing this and she also has Dan Schneider in the show doing stuff to her and the reason I'm bringing this all up is that even though she was going through this with this two people, there were still other people around her that could keep an eye on her, that saw her, that witnessed things, that tried to protect her. So imagine that scenario that she was in, Jeanette McCurdy was in, but only the two people, her mom and Dan Schneider, were the only people around her, that they lived in her home with her, that her job, her iCarly job was in her own house, and she had No other eyes, no allies, no privacy whatsoever. And that's what we're seeing now with some of these TikTok kids with their parents, because now there's no oversight whatsoever. And there's no rules. There's no laws at the moment that protect the kids from their own families. So just two lunatics offering the child no reprieve from the song and dancing, you know, it's just really sick. So that's the reality for a lot of these kids who are starring on these Momron accounts. Now we're going to have to have a pretty
3: upsetting term be inserted here. Uh-oh. Pedobaiting. Pedobaiting? So does it mean I put a pedophile on a hook and I cast him out in the river? I wish, but I don't know what he'd catch out there.
2: <laughs> Minnows. Minnows, yeah, right? So we've talked a little bit about baiting, but we're definitely not done. So if you recall, baiting is basically a term that refers to content that is meant to allure child predators without it being directly, openly sex. Oh, my God. Ew. The other side of it, too, there's another form of pedo-baiting that is legal, but questionable, but also it's not me for me to judge that, is that adult women who look like little girls will do porn stuff that is childlike for their job, basically. So they're like women who are adults pretending to be kids. That's another form of pedo-baiting. But that's not a whole other
3: realm. At least they're of age, but still, that's disgusting.
2: It is. And there's a big, I think, conversation that can happen around that kind of thing. But that's not what we're talking about today. This is a different kind of pedo-baiting. So I want to break down the difference between the two kinds of pedo which I'm calling active pedo-baiting and passive pedo Yeah, I know it sucks, but this is what is happening right now online. What are we doing, guys? So sometimes the exploiter, i.e. the guardian or parent, transitions from one version of it to the other. So passive pedo to me, happens when you're starting a child account to satisfy your own self-worth, if you'd like Curdy's Janelle mother before social media.
3: I never made it, so I'm going to put my kid on. Yes. So
2: maybe you yourself wanted to be a cheer star or a singer, you know, you're a dancer, whatever you wanted to do. Maybe you're not actively sexualizing your kid, but you're participating in something that's a little sketchy, arguably, such as child pageants, or posting a lot of your child in skimpy dance outfits to a public page about them, mom run or parent run by you. You will, without question, start getting sex offenders following your kid. That is just the truth. It's unavoidable on public social media accounts that stars your minor child. And you know this. You as a mom or dad or guardian know this. However, if you are the kind of person who wants to do this kind of account for your kid, you sort of roll your eyes. Just ignore it. It's not your fault pedophiles are looking at kids online. Maybe you go in and you delete a comment or two, but mostly you just leave it. Don't bring it up again. Why are you attacking my family because of these men? That would be what I would call passive pedobating. So that's passive because maybe they're pedos are like looking at your kid but maybe just maybe one of those pedos is a talent scout.
3: Oh wow, he can sign up your daughter.
2: Yeah. So that is the (sighs) passive form of that where, you know, it's sort of happening and you're just pretending like it's not happening.
3: Yeah. And we don't talk about that. How Mm -hmm. dare you bring that up? Right. It's like reminds me of those people that can like talk shit to your face. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you say something, even like, hey, that was really hurtful what you said. Right. Why are you attacking me? You're attacking me. Right. Cry and throw their hands in the air. I know people like that very well. Yeah.
2: I had some old friendships that were were like that. Gotta get away. Do gotta get away from that. But then we get into what I might consider the absolute worst of the worst of the worst of humanity, parents who are actively pedo Maybe they didn't go into all of this for that reason. Maybe they just knew. They knew that they've always been special. And this must be the way it's showing itself because your kid's going to be a star. Maybe their kids or their kid, like them themselves, are exceptionally normal. Just average people. And they're not, they're just not getting picked up for Disney like you expected them to. Dance, Tommy, dance. But Tommy is just a nice kid. He's not a great dancer and it's not working. So maybe you even resent them a little bit for not being quite good enough, just like your mother always told you you weren't good enough. But they're not going to just go on being some untalented little freeloader in your house, no. There's one fan base who's always interested who is your child's biggest fans, and they will pay you. This is what we call active
3: pedo baiting. I can't believe this exists, Natalie. Are you making this up? I wish that I was. I can't even wrap my mind around a parent doing this to their kid on purpose, yeah,
2: we're going to the the genre of what we're going to be talking about next week is so nausea inducing but this is also really bad what we're talking about today so both active and passive pedo baiting span a wide genre of kid accounts some are dancers some are thew, 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 quote, quote, quote 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 models some are aspiring quote quote, quote quote actors some especially
3: with the advent of tiktok are just cute look cute see Money now, please. I did see one little girl on TikTok. She just had all this makeup on and she was, you know, maybe four, but she looked like she's 35. Mm. And I was just like, wow, she's so pretty. And then it was just like, i looked through the comments and it was men commenting. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What's going on? And I just like swiped to another account and I forgot about it.
2: That's good. Try to just not think about him. But we have to, unfortunately, because it's just happening all around us. So... Let's talk about the cute kid TikToks first. These are often what I would deem the most common form of passive to active pedo baiting transitions for parents. Again, as I've said earlier in the series, I'm not here to call out specific accounts. I know a lot of you guys have reached out with very specific accounts, and I have heard of most of them that you've sent me, and I get why you want to talk about them directly. And I kind of am, but I'm not going to name them just because it's not Productive to have people go there and start yelling at them because it's not gonna stop them. And also, I choose violence. I mean, it also just directs more people to look at these little kids, you know right, what I mean? Right.
3: Oh my god, there was this one TikTok trend. It was like a sound, it goes boo And I was just like, why am I off put by this? Because it was like a baby like breathing heavy and saying, Boo berry. Yeah, it's
2: disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? That's, I mean, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you found that disturbing. Yeah.
3: Uh. Booberry. Stop it. <laughs> uh. <gasps> Blueberry. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that.
2: To- <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of very upsetting, one of the most notorious right now is... One that's run by a mom whose name is Jacqueline. That's as much I'm going to say. She is not the only one doing this by far, but her account currently has over 17 million followers at the time of this recording. That's a lot of followers. It truly boggles the mind because her account is sincerely only videos of her very cute toddler doing things. The girl is adorable. She looks sort of like a Pixar character. I I get that, right? The mom almost certainly didn't go out intending to make this strange turn. Her videos were first posted in July of 2019 when the toddler was just really an infant.
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.
2: I had to scroll through this account to find the start of it. And all of it made me feel really weird and like kind of queasy, just like having to look at all these. accounts, I really do my best to avoid even seeing the children's faces on a lot of these. And you can. A lot of time you can because so many people have covered it. But I wanted to find out specific things. So I'm like going through this account and I just like it feels slimy. Like I feel weird looking at it when you first look at it it just looks like an enthusiastic very young mother posting perfectly normal looking baby videos but at some point she maybe got some inkling that people found her baby cute for whatever reason and truly if if you're not a predator why are you following any baby's social media account why why Please don't do this. Yeah, it's not like they have hot political takes. It's just so weird. And I'm not trying to shame anybody who likes those accounts. I'm really not. I used to watch those family reality shows. I've talked about it a lot. But we have to really look and understand that these are children's private lives. And it's honestly indecent. It's just don't. Like, one of the many things we can do is not consume these channels. Don't follow them. Don't watch the content. Why are 17 million of you looking at this baby? So anyway, somewhere along the line, this mother Jacqueline starts leaning into this fervor that's whipping up around this kid. So it went from very normal, just like, here's my baby videos. And then within a year, she begins to post TikToks like this. Okay, so these are Followers for the past 28 days. She usually is like on an upward slope gaining followers, but then October came and she just like stopped gaining and she was like saying the same, but now she's losing followers. Can we please help her?
3: I don't know, it looked pretty innocent enough, I guess. Yeah, but at this point during this video,
2: that baby was racking up hundreds of thousands of views and her follower count was over 600,000 followers at that point. <sighs> oh my God, that's more than I've ever had. And, and- I do think that that's already a little troubling. That why do you want more followers for your baby, right? Money, obviously. But it went from just like an innocent, my baby's cute. I'm just going to do this for fun. To suddenly, she's like, I need more followers. I need more. So the videos would start getting pretty up close and personal with this baby. She would often show her doing taste tests of things. Wearing outfits. I mean, she's a baby. She can only only do like three things. So suddenly, though, her follower count starts to skyrocket. And these weird, weird, sick men and probably some women start leaving a lot of comments. Here are just a few which had started appearing in droves around the time the girl turns two or so. I don't even know if you want to read.
3: I'll read it. Your daughter... I so cute. I like the baths videoe's. I think they like the bath videos mm-hmm. with like heart faces, emojis. Is the child single? Asking for a friend. Is it tender to see how the girl dances? What a hottie. Daddy's love girl. She's two. I want to take a hammer to these men's faces. Yeah. So, why are they like allowed? To be here. And like, are there that many, that many? Well, all of them have realized
2: that TikTok is a safe space for them. So they have been coming in droves. At this time, the mother starts making some serious cash. She's getting ad deals. And at the end of 2021, I think this is what really pushed it over the edge. So TikTok started offering the option to gift on videos, which is to say Users can send virtual gifts to other users who can then trade in the gifts for money. So, I think the idea behind it is that you're never going directly to somebody's like PayPal, it's like through a third party. Right. So, they but, can't
3: hack into your account. Right. But it is
2: still hand to hand cash. Yes that you can just hand to people on TikTok. And you could say, oh, well, that's really cool, I guess. Like you can just like help somebody out. You don't even have to go to a GoFundMe account or whatever. Except a lot of the gifting, because it's super anonymous, guess who's using it a lot of the time? Sex offenders. So I have tried really digging into how the gifting works, but it seems like they're still kind of messing with the formula. I know on some accounts... You can see whether or not the post has been gifted. Like there's a little present icon that shows up. I don't know if you've ever seen that on TikTok. You, you don't see that on this child's account. So since I'm not super familiar with the system, I went ahead and bought one of those little gift icons for $4.99. Did you give money to pedophiles, Natalie? No, I gave it to the little girl. Okay. So I went to the page of this little girl and I quote unquote gifted her. Something that would be like the equivalent to, I don't know, 20 cents. And it got sucked right up into some virtual piggy bank in space. So her account does take money, for sure, because I sent her like 20 cents. So was put into place. There was already a disturbing number of saves on videos that portrayed the toddler
3: Oh cuz you can like save like, like a bookmark screenshot. It. Yeah.
2: Like you can like if you're on TikTok, there's a little like bookmark icon that you can click and then it saves it into your like personal trove. And you can see what other people have saved. You can see how many people have saved it. Oh, okay. So on the video of the little girl, for example, it'll be bookmarked so many times right? I don't know if you can actually go to see who's bookmarked it. You might be able to. So, there was already, even before the payment thing, there was this, like, on the videos of the toddler that portrayed her doing some things perverted freaks would probably like, such as eating phallic-shaped items. Oh, my God, like a banana or something? Pickles and hot dogs are two of them. um, Watching her jump around on a bed in a bathing suit and... A video of her kissing a boy toddler repeatedly on the mouth, clearly forcibly for the camera, was saved over 500,000 times. This makes me ill.
3: I can't even, like, uh, uh. I always try to wrap my mind about, like, why someone does these things. But, like, to be. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> So, yeah, it just kind of shuts your brain down a little bit. About
2: two months after the gifting option becomes available on TikTok, which is at the end of 2021, the first bath time video of this little girl that I could find on the account. She's was posted. her daughter taking a bath in a bathing suit. However, it's still a bath video. So this may have been coincidental. Right. But since then. There have been several more of these posted, along with a lot more of the food videos and lots of videos of the toddler wearing oddly mature looking clothes. That's more intended for like you would see like a teen wearing like a
3: crop top or something.
2: Yes. And like. Weird, in my opinion, they're made for babies, whatever. But there's been a clear shift in her outfits in this year. Maybe this is unintentional, but. I'm not entirely sure that it is. My pure speculation, this is complete speculation, everyone. I'm going to think it's truth. Is that in order to guide the videos into the direction of the content that they crave, pedophiles are gifting her huge sums of money on the types of videos that I just mentioned. Yeah, get your daughter to eat a banana again. I pay you $4.99. I mean, I do think that that is quite plausible, that the ones that aren't that kind of content maybe don't get as many gifts, right? So again, pure speculation, but I think that this is a quite a plausible scenario. And again, this is not to single out this mother. It's more of an indication of a much, much bigger problem on this application because there are lots and lots of mothers who are going down this path. Some of them are not doing the same kind of, like, intimate flirty. (laughs) So the woman I've just been speaking on, they're arguably really strange, like, for a baby videos, especially in the last year. But some of the other people are showing every aspect of their children's private lives for cash not quite in the same manner. There isn't like, for example, the young mother of twins who has been making merch with her children's faces on it while also making light of the fact that she drinks pretty heavily on her videos. <laughs> I know, which is funny in, in in theory. She calls the babies like on the shirts. It's like their faces and then they like the names of underneath say like vodka and whiskey or something like that. Which, you know, I love a good baby roast, right? <laughs> it's just a little weird to be mass producing their, their likeness in that way, especially because she's very young and she seems to be like partying pretty hard with the kids
3: around. I mean, if I was 21 and I had kids, that's exactly what I would be doing. Yeah, but like... I wouldn't put them on TikTok, but I'd be getting drunk with them. Breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> so I can breastfeed and oh get that fucking whiskey right out of me. <laughs> um... She's a comedian, folks.
2: So, yeah. And, and she, she's she been known to do stuff like kind of like reckless things and also just like asking the, the live stream to watch the babies while she like leaves. What? <laughs> Not for like a full night or anything, but like has been like, hey, guys, just watch the kids. I got to go do something real quick. Strangers on the Internet who aren't there. <sighs> anyway. She's being rewarded for it. She's making money off this account. She's got like 8 million followers. So this is sort of like the modern version of celebrating the girls on the show Teen Mom, if you remember that.
3: Oh, my mom wouldn't let me watch that because it's like she's like they're glorifying teenage pregnancy. I mean, she wasn't
2: completely wrong. She's right. Yeah. Especially in the older seasons, they really encourage the girls to act out. Now they kind of try to make it more like serious because the show's still fucking on. And a lot of those original teen moms are not doing great. So yeah, this is sort of like that phenomenon, but now it's just like the moms are just getting a direct cash flow, almost like encouraging them to act out more and have more children all willy-nilly because it's like they think it's funny to watch it and like hate watch or whatever. Then there's this mother who promotes what she calls, quote-unquote, gentle parenting. And at the first glance, her videos are sort of soothing. There's no partying. There's no mocking the kids or pranking them or sexualizing. But you soon realize that she's uploading almost daily these videos of her kids being gently punished, gently corrected while they're doing things that are probably like going to embarrass them quite a bit when they're older. And also... They're clearly filming all day at their house every day. Turn the camera off. I got to like pick my nose in peace. Right. So suddenly you realize these soothing parenting videos are being done at the expense and cost of the privacy of these two little boys, which if I was the little kid and I was not being abused by my mom on the videos, the thought that every learning opportunity that I had was being publicly documented and monetized in my own bedroom when I got older would probably be kind of mortifying to me. Yeah. They certainly can't consent and let us know whether or not they would think it's okay.
3: Maybe the mom thinks that they're doing like, oh, I'm teaching parents how to parent. But you don't have to do it with a kid in there. Well, that
2: is the argument that this woman and others like her have been making. And the pushback against her is just that, that there are mother TikTok accounts who do these sort of things without making their kids do all the videos or even any of the videos you can do a lot of the explaining without putting your kids faces and private information in the videos wow so but they don't get the same numbers that these parents do who have the children in the videos like we were talking about the mommy vlogging like if you're going to be kind of a boring person and you really want money and attention in this way
3: you have to like sacrifice your children I think the lessons that we've learned so far from this episode is that women who are not mentally ready to have a child should not have a child. I don't care if your body is. If you mentally aren't, you shouldn't do it. And also, pedophiles are everywhere. Yeah. And and there is no perfect age. Like I said a lot of these
2: mothers are very young, but then we also have the older mothers who are still probably shouldn't be having kids because of whatever they're not dealing with. Because no. there's like a very infamous one right now where... It's a much older mother with her little girl, and they, she dresses them up in these weird costumes in this very strange-looking fake bedroom. And the mother has sort of started pedobating in that she does, like, sort of sexualized videos with this little girl, but also people are posting that they're very concerned about this little girl because it's such a bizarre setup that they're doing. And so people started doing things like you know, like wear this color if you're in danger and all this stuff. And the mother started playing into that with like if people in the post would say, like, do this or this. The mom would do it so that it seemed like they were in trouble, which got their drive, up, their views up. That's like something
3: a teenager would do. Like, uh-uh, I'm going to do it. Yeah, so, and that mother's probably in her 40s. Wow. I feel Um, like by the time I am mentally ready to have a child, I will have menopause. (laughs) Your your eggs will be all dusty. Yeah. Um, But,
2: I mean, same, girl. I I think I've always, if I wanted kids, I was always going to adopt anyway, so I don't care personally. And I'll film every minute of their life. Every moment. (laughs) We're going to put the puzzle together. If you give me money, what's my baby's face look like? (sighs) I think we need to stop here because
3: we're already at an hour 15. This is crazy, Natalie. I, like, I'd had sense this stuff was happening. It's ever since the blueberry video, I was like, this is gross. But I didn't know, you know, I didn't know it went this deep. Yeah.
2: It goes deeper than the blueberry.
3: Yeah. I, I always thought it was, like, weird. I was like, why is this, like, a kid? And I didn't even want to put two together of, like, sexual because I don't think of kids and sexual at the same time. But I was like, why is the kid panting? You know what I mean? Well, that's kind of the weird
2: fucked up part about all of this is that the defenders of these mommy channels are going, you're the one sexualizing the child. She's just a child. And it's like, bro, you can see the comments that these accounts are making. You can see that these children have been found on like Reddit threads and the dark web where pedophiles share clips they they are doing AI. They're like attaching these kids' faces to sex videos. They are... There's been, apparently... And I have to confirm this because I only got this secondhand. But there have been real doll companies that have been having requests for these kids'
3: faces yeah. to be put onto sex dolls. So... you, the level of gross. Imagine growing up and being like, somebody somewhere has a sex doll of me where I look like I'm four years old and has my face on it. I feel like that's like... Second-hand rape. I don't know what to, it what is. Term to it put is It is completely violating, especially when you know it's because your parents did that to you. And you know the fucking pervert that did it is going to, like, find a skeezy way around. It's like, well, it's not an actual child. You're the one making it gross. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one making it gross, sir. Yeah. No. At some
2: point in the next couple episodes, we'll talk about some of the, the kids who were the first wave-vlogged kids who are now adults and who are speaking out about what it did to them. So the first kids who have now grown up, after being vlogged, are now talking, and oh God, they're not happy. They're all great. They're all doing fucking awesome. <laughs> they loved it. They like, "Thank you, mommy. Thank you. I'm so glad all these men know everything about me." <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna get back into this, into the probably we'll talk a bit of more, of more about TikTok and then get into. The act of pedo-baiting that goes on that we're watching unfold in front of our little eyeballs right now. So, wow, can't wait for that. And you can follow us at someplace underneath and meet me at the Natty Jean. Amber Smelson. Please, please, always remain saucy, pert, and greasy. And let's get these fucking accounts closed down, man. Bye bye <laughs>
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I'm what you might call
1: very good at hide-and-seek. And And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots...